0: okay hello and welcome to hello governor of the podcast as always i am abdullah and my guest today is introduce yourself
1: hi everyone this is tara langella it's a pleasure to be here
0: so first question is the obvious one how did you get started
1: oh my goodness um so i got started um i was a theater kid i grew up in the theater was obsessed um started when i was really small um, grew up, went, studied at like a conservatories and things like that. So I have a lot of, lot of uh, theater background and I love performing live, absolutely obsessed with performing live. And then, um, I was doing, I was working for a Shakespeare company and I heard this incredible performance of Shakespeare's Othello and it was just all audio. And I was blown away just by how, just how, um, It was able to invoke so many different emotions for me just from hearing the voices. Um, And I was like, wow, I really need to look more into this. And that's sort of how I discovered voiceover. Um, it, It just it was just something that I wanted to do. And I went into it, got my first commercial. And by the time I got my first commercial and I went in studio and I started recording, I was hooked. And that was it. I've been doing it ever since. And what do you love and hate about what you do? I love everything about it. Um, I love the process. I love being able to work with so many different creative people. You know, I love being able to do shows like this, you know, and, and, and come on and and talk about it, uh, working with, with casting directors, writers, producers, directors, other voice actors. Um, I just love everything about that. And coming from the theater, it was, um, you know, the theater is, is very different in that, well, it is and it isn't. I should say it is and it isn't. There, there are differences and there are similarities. But one of the things is you have the, the luxury of time. Um, you have the ability to kind of, you know, take take this this material, this script, and you're working with other actors, and you're you're um, you know you're blocking the performance, and then you're 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 learning your lines, and then you're learning who your character is, and you're getting off book. Um, and it's really exciting to see how you develop a character and that's something I became obsessed with just the, the, the whole process of discovering that. And in voiceover, it's, it's in voice acting. It's, it's even more intricate because again, you don't have, you can't see me, you know, you, you can't, you can't see me. You can't see what I'm doing. So, so it's even more of, how do I bring this character to life with my voice? How much physicality can I bring into that performance? And, and that's what I love about it. Um, there isn't much I dislike about my job. I just absolutely love it. And how did you get involved in Honkai? Oh, Honkai, you know, I love Honkai. I like everyone else who's playing Honkai. I play Honkai. I love it. Um, I cursed myself out when I played. <laughs> it just It took me way too long. I'm, I'm embarrassed to say how long it took me to beat myself. Um, but as Fantilia, uh I, you know, came to me through my agents uh, I had a, um, agency submissions, and I did not know what the game was. As as what happens when we get auditions uh, from from our agents, uh, there's always a code name uh, for the project. Not always, but you know, most of the time there's a code name. So I didn't know, but I saw the picture of her, and I went, "Oh my god, she is." stunning. Like she is absolutely gorgeous. And the description of her basically just, you know, being this kind of very <laughs> soulless character. I was like, oh, that's me. <laughs> so I said, I, I really, I, I love her. I loved her instantly. And I um, said, oh, you know, I wonder, I wonder what will happen with this character, you know, and then you move on to the next as we do as, you know, actors, we get a lot of auditions and you kind of have to do it and forget about it and move on. And then um, I found out that I got the part. For Fantilia. And I didn't know until I went into the recording session that it was for Honkai and I was so excited. I was so excited.
0: Seeing as you say that you play the game, I take it you don't mind listening to yourself when you're when you're um in stuff. No.
1: No, you know, I don't. I hear maybe this is going to sound narcissistic and I don't want it to sound that way, but I actually don't mind. I hear voice actors. Oh, I I can't listen to myself. I I feel that you know. It for me personally, I want to listen. I want to hear it because I want to know. Um, do I believe myself? Uh, you know, I I think it's important to kind of know what's out there, what you're putting out there. You know, you you have to kind of. It's just it's all part of the process. And if I can forget, I mean, the fact that I was able to play and curse myself out, uh, was really really fun to me. You know, it was really fun. I was like, God. I hate me. (laughs) I can't, I can't stand her. Uh, So that's actually a good thing, That that, that's actually a good thing. Yeah, I know. I don't mind listening and I love listening to all of the, all of the performances in the game are just so great and it's so well-directed and so well-written. So um, I've such a, you know, it's a pleasure to play and, and listen to the game.
0: Did you audition for any other characters or was that the only character you auditioned for?
1: you know I did I did audition for a few others um I don't remember what they were but I did have other auditions for for Honka, yes um and then I did and then of course you know I'm I'm peppered in there too there's 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 a bunch of you know NPCs running around um with Joe and it's it's me and sometimes that's funny when I'm playing and I'm like all of a sudden I'm like oh that was me. <laughs> Oh, I'm running that store. That's funny because I, I I forget. You know, um, you know, you're 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 recording and you're going from for different sessions, and I just I I forget. But yeah, it's fun. It's so fun to play. Do you play? No, I'm still
0: waiting on it to come out on PlayStation because I'm not oh, playing oh. it on my phone.
1: <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Well, you could play. You could play it on your iPad too. But I um I play it on my uh yeah I think it's coming out in October. I think I think it's coming soon. I think it's coming next month. I don't
0: Hopefully. know, maybe because I I heard that they were doing an open beta, but I don't but I don't know when that's coming. So um, you know, okay. who knows?
1: Who knows? It's Soon though, it is coming soon. Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, so
0: because <laughs> I'm wait. I'm the type of person who's like, look, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna play a a, a mioho game, it has to be on console because I can't like because. Like I said before, my experience with Genshin, man, I can't imagine anybody playing that game on, on their mobile or tablet because oh, that because that game is frustrating.
1: <laughs> I get it. I get no, I get it. And I do love the fact that they're going to because I was worried, I'm like, oh my God, I have invested so much time, you know? And they're like, no, no, you're gonna be able to kind of go and just, you know, I guess, you know log in and upload your progress on your phone and just be able to continue on. Cause I'm like, okay, because that would have been, that, that wouldn't have been fun for me. So I've spent way too much energy <laughs> time crafting my team. And I finally got my, my Don hung Bibiter Lune. I was so excited. So uh yeah, I've, I've got my, I got my favorites. I've got my little team there. And um how, how long have you been playing? I've been playing since it, since it came out which was march or april march it came out in march i think march 7th it came. <laughs> um i think it did launch in march so yeah since it's since since its inception That's yeah. crazy <laughs> <laughs> that, I, <laughs> yeah yeah so so i was really excited you know my session i was like oh my gosh it's it's honkai i'm going to be in honkai i'm, I'm going to be this this you know this badass villain in honkai how, how exciting so
0: I, I take it that you know, seeing as you're part of Honkai, you're you're also friends with the, with the other cast members, and I'm kind of wondering, like, have you guys gotten a chance to meet in person, or is it just online? You know,
1: I have not. I haven't. I know that a lot of the other cast members have met, and um, uh, I, I would love to. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm on the East Coast, so I'm I'm New York, New Jersey girl out here. So, um, and I know Nicholas is in New York, um, um, but uh, you know, so so we've got some people here in New York, we've got some people in um, L.A., we have people, you know, all over the all over the world, actually, um, in this cast, which is, again, the incredible thing about about voice acting now that you can re- record pretty much from anywhere. Uh, so but I have we do talk online like we, there's a group that we have, um, you know, we have like a Twitter. I know it's X now, but I just can't call it that. <laughs> I still can't call it that. Um, so we have like we have a whole uh, group and you know, we 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 talk and you know, talk about things and everybody plays the game. So uh but I do look forward to meeting everyone in person. And maybe I'm I'm actually going out to Los Angeles uh in a couple of weeks. So maybe I can hook up with some people then.
0: Just bother so, someone randomly and is like, <laughs> Hey, I'm <laughs> in town, I wanna no. hang out and it's like what? No.
1: Well, that happens. Like, you know, on the group, people will be like, hey, listen, let's let's get together for this. Or, hey, I'm going to be in New York. Is anybody around? You know, and they say, hey, yeah, I'm going to be around. And and people kind of get together. So, you know, we love voice actors love any opportunity to get together because you have to remember we are working with with the exception of a few situations. We are kind of working separately all the time. Like I'm alone in my in my um, recording space doing doing jobs constantly so uh pre-pandemic of course i was going in studio but even then when you're doing a video game you're working solo you know, you're know, you working with the, that director the producer sometimes the writer is there um sometimes not sometimes it's you know you and the director um and your engineer of course and uh so when we see people we're like hi <laughs> you know, we're just so happy to be able to kind of get together and you know now post you know post pandemic it's it's uh things are opening up so i've been able to go in studio a little bit more in new york um but we voice voice actors in general just we we love being able to get together
0: i mean also like you know being on the east coast it's you know new york is like you know <laughs> everywhere you go i feel like it's an adventure adventure so <laughs> it is
1: oh it so is an adventure wherever you is that's so true um you know, and uh, I love it. So I'm kind of now I'm I'm in New Jersey. So I, I have the best of both worlds. So it's like I can go for my adventure time in New York and then I can get away <laughs> if I just want to kind of like, you know, come back home and chill out. I I ride horses. That's what I do when I'm, I'm not like, you know, uh, I'm not uh, recording and things like that. I really like to be outside and be with my horses. It kind of grounds me. So I get to have both worlds. I get to have it because there is I have to say there's nothing about you know and i love la too but there's something about the energy of new york like it's just there's just an energy in the city that's just like that you don't have anywhere else there's just this kind of like very kind of like you know aggressive energy which is which i i love but i don't i don't think i could deal with it 24 7 but i but i love it
0: oh no i because i went to new york um back in january of this year and we you know my dad, like, booked us a hotel, like, smack dab in the middle of Times Square, and it was just, oh, oh it was awful, but it was entertainingly <laughs> awful. <laughs>
1: and well, yeah, it can be. It can be kind of, yes. <laughs> you were right smack. It was just like, yeah, there was no subtlety there. You're like, here I am. It's, I'm in New York. Um, yeah, it can be a little overwhelming, but. But it's great. It's great. It's great to be able to go back in. I mean, for a while, like I said, when things were shut down. I mean, the first few times I went into into record again, I was like, "Hi!" <laughs> My energy was through the roof. Like, okay, Tara, like, I'm just so happy to see people. Um, you know, and there and there is a real fun fun quality about that. But being able to record in 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 person, but I but remote is fantastic also now with the capabilities that we have. Um, you know, and, and and as I've said, it's opened up so much opportunity for a lot of people. So I think this hybrid and and will will continue. I hope that it does because it it does give voice actors an opportunity that if they don't live in LA or they don't live in New York. It gives them an opportunity to be heard because there's a lot of incredible talent from all over. So
0: oh yeah, I mean I said this before. I think that remote recording is probably like one of the few good things to come out of the pandemic. Absolutely, where, uh, where yes. people. Where studios finally realized, hey, you
1: know, maybe we don't have to
0: hire LA local only to do these exactly. things. Exactly.
1: Exactly. Yep. Yes. Or New York only. Or we, exactly. Yeah. You know, and it's fantastic because there's just so there's as I said, there's so much talent. You know, so much talent and so many opportunities now. You know, there there haven't so so I do hope that continues.
0: And have you thought about moving to um,
1: Los Angeles, or are you happy where you are now? I I do love where I am, and I have thought about moving to Los Angeles. My nephew is in Los Angeles. He's um he's a producer. I'm actually going out there. I I do wind up going out to L.A. Like uh, I used to go out about two two times a year, two three times a year, um you know for for time. So I do like being able to do both. Um, so but you know what? You never know. You never know. Every time I go out there, every time I go, I'm like, I'm gonna stay. <laughs> I'm gonna stay out there. So, um, you know, but not right now I'm, I'm happy where I am. And
0: out of all the, the, the characters you played, which one would you say was, which one would you say was the toughest?
1: The toughest character to play. Oh, well, the toughest character I've had to play is one I can't talk about yet. Um, that's coming out. And she was, uh, what I can say is, um, not that she was she was it was it's a very it was very um very meaty role um and it was tough because of where the character went emotionally um but it was really rewarding um i know that's so veiled that's so veiled um so yeah i she she was sort of the toughest i think and then of course there's been vocally stressful sessions um, I remember doing uh, Frockney the Zealous in God of War Ragnarok, which um, was another tough. I seem to play characters. Basically, if anybody's listening, I play all the characters that people go on to Reddit and are like, I hate this character because I can't beat her. Why is she so like that's usually me. <laughs> so I'm usually I've probably been cursed at it by anybody who's listening. That's, that's usually the character I play. So I play Frackney the Zealous in God of War. And I first of all, um, that session was so much fun fun it was wild it was great i had a great time and uh, uh vocally tough vocally tough um just because you know she's she's extremely aggressive <laughs> extremely she's nothing subtle about that character at all um so. that
0: was you i had no idea oh small world <laughs>
1: that's me that's me yep that's me yeah i go onto reddit and go oh yeah people frack me this hell is ah i still haven't beaten for i have not beaten frack at all I, i'm just i gave up i was like i i can't i can't beat I, I can never beat my characters so yeah so those sessions tend to be tough and and i do a lot of creatures like i did a sabaza the slowed in um you know elder scrolls and a, a lot of creatures in elder scrolls and i i those those can be tough you know as as the time goes on because you really have to kind of know how to, uh, and the directors are amazing and wonderful, like, you know, giving breaks and, and and making sure that the vocal health, of course, is there and the integrity is there. I've been very lucky. I've worked with incredible directors and very conscious of that. Um, so, you know, I take care of my voice. But yeah, they can they can be tough, especially where you, you know, where you're placing the voice. Sometimes I go, why did I make this choice? <laughs> I now have to sustain this. So I have to live with this choice that I made now for, you know, three hours. But uh, but I love it, but I love it. I love doing creatures. They're, they're really fun. They're really fun to do. How do you avoid vocal damage? I do a lot of, um, I, a lot of prep work. So if I know that I'm going, a lot of it is, is timing and management. So if I know sometimes you can't control this, but if I know I'm going to be having a vocally stressful session, um, I try not to book anything the day after so that I can rest my voice. Um, you know, so if it's a Friday, even better, that's great. And then I really do, I work with a lot of like herbal medicine and things like that. Um, so that there are certain things that I do, like I have my own little kind of studio emergency kit, certain remedies that I take, um, before I'll have them during the session and then after the session. Uh, but it's a lot of making sure to get vocal rest is really important. So you don't want to do that really back-to-back-to-back-to-back to back to back to back because eventually that will take a toll on your voice. So um, as long as you can do the thing, and as I said, you know, uh, directors and 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 are very, very conscious of that, of uh, vocal health now. Um, and you just, you know, make sure. And, and if you don't push yourself either, you know, like if you need a break, like if I need a break, be like, hey, you know what? I need a break. Um, but most of the time directors will be like, take a break. You know, take a break. We'll come back in twenty, and also they'll split the session. So I did another. Um, I think Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. I was doing that, and and that session was was broken up. So it's like we'll do, hey, we'll do half an hour, and then Tara will have you come back and do another half hour, and then and they were those those sessions were separated, which was fantastic. So yeah, a lot of tea, a lot of different like um herbal teas. Everybody knows about you know the the fabulous Ninjapie uh, cough syrup that every every voice actor at some point has taken a picture of in their studio, which works very very well. Um, I do a lot of slippery elm um, lozenges, things like that, and um, hydrate. I also have a um, a nebulizer. That's my big thing. I have a nebulizer and I keep it in my in my booth, and so that if I need to hydrate, I just kind of kind of take a nice the nebulizer and that I use that during sessions.
0: I also had no idea you were in Tiny Tina until right now. <laughs> Tiny so
1: Tina. <laughs> Tiny Tina.
0: Man, I like are you in are you like in every game I played in the past couple of years, but I just I, had I, not noticed until
1: me. recently. Yeah, <laughs> that's me. Oh yeah, no, that's me. That's people are always a surprise right there. Yeah, but I'm, I'm under the radar. Um yeah, like a lot of Saints Row, I mean if you fought demons, you've probably I mean, you've fought me. Um, you know, so I'm in Saints Row too. Um um a lot of people in elder scrolls i'm in elder scrolls a bit i just i just did their the necrom i was vermina in elder scrolls and um i said a few creatures coming up in there yeah it's fun it's that's that's the beauty that's the beauty of it though and that's what i love about another thing that you brought up about voice acting it's like uh you know I like when people go oh is that you or oh my gosh like what you just you were in that or or hey or sometimes when people do recognize me Tara I heard you in you know uh, or or I have a lot of my friends who they'll play God of War Ragnarok or their kids play God of War Ragnarok and they're like just they're trying to beat you so badly they'll send me videos it's great we found you Um, I just find that really rewarding really fun yeah, it's pretty cool,
0: you know, just being a part of these franchises, and just you know, being a utility actor is also great because they can get they can call you in for multiple characters instead of one. Yes,
1: that's the fun of, and that is exactly right. And you have a lot of um, you you have a lot of freedom in a way, like when when you are doing a lot of roles like that, or coming in and and doing multiples. Exactly, you can have multiple sessions. You can do multiple NPCs. You can do, and I. I think it's important to diversify whatever you do. So as a voice actor, it's like everybody, of course we talk, we're talking about video games because we we love video games. I love video games. I play them. Um, and I do get to play a lot of, you know, crazy, you know, badass characters. Um, so, which is funny that I do play. I'm just realizing that I do play a lot of like really just bossy, nasty, and often big, (laughs) often big ladies. Um, you know, being, you know, Fantilia is not small. She's huge. And, you know, Zabaza the Sloat is, is, is huge. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's, that's the beauty of it. But I also do, um, you know, I also do, um, um, wow, audio books and, uh, commercials and, um, you know, all, all, all kinds of things, you know, animation. I got to do the dub. I, when they, they just did the, um, release the new dub for Cutie Honey and I got to play, um, Cobalt Claw, and that was that was a hoot. Again, another just nasty kind of really fun villain. But she was she was just I had such a great time playing her. That was a really really fun. That was a, a was at Sound Cadence, and uh, uh, David Wald was the director. And I that was one of the most fun sessions I've ever had. It was just so much fun to uh, because you know she's just this over the top villain. So it was fun to be able to just kind of go for it.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's cutie, honey. And that, that was, that show is all that, that series has always been parody. So you can go over the top with it. Oh my God. And
1: the, it it was, and that there's a freedom in that. There's such a freedom to be like, okay, let's go. Let's, you know what? You have carte blanche to just kind of like chew up the scenery. So I got to kind of, you know, to do that.
0: And I mean, how did you take to dubbing? Was that easy or was that hard?
1: It's, it's both. Um, It depends. I think, Think that live dubbing to me, live dubbing is difficult. Uh, live action, I should say, as opposed to, um, um, you know, anime. Anime has its own challenges, but um, for me personally, I think it's different for everyone. I think that some people, it's just like again, and it's like anything else. The anything else that you do, the more you do it, the better you get at it. Um, you know, because you really have to, kind of, you know, you're multitasking, right? But you always have to, you have to be in character, you have to be truthful, and you have to really honor that performance that's, that's there. Um, uh, live action dubbing can be, can be very difficult too, because it's very, very precise. And, you know, the translation sometimes that you're, you know, you're, you're working with and, um, I did, um, an Italian series and, uh, uh, that was, it it was tough. I'm Italian, too, but we talk very fast. (laughs) So um, going on in, uh, you know, to do that and really getting everything, you know, very, very precise. And and also remember what the character is, what that actress is doing. And more so, uh, as I said, again, you really do have to honor that that performance that that came before you, that original performance. So, you know, I'm dubbing this Italian actress and you want to make sure that it's it, it honors her and it's truthful to that character right so you you have to be acting but you also have to bring in the physicality too and i think that's that was one of the things when i was learning dubbing too about that it's 90% the physical whatever that that character's doing um, as you are dubbing you know and watching it try to bring as much of that physicality in so you obviously if that character is going to be sitting down or like rubbing their rubbing their like i'm doing right now and i'm like rubbing my face that's going to affect the way you're saying, you know, you're, you're performing. So it's very interesting. I enjoy it. You know, it's a really interesting process.
0: Yeah. Because it's not like anime where you can like time the lip flaps, you know,
1: to, to
0: perfection, you know, because when you're, you know, to give you an example, like watch any show on mute and pay attention to the actor's facial expressions and mouth movements and try Mm -hmm. to dub that you can't (laughs) try to
1: do it no exactly exactly it's very difficult it's very difficult and remember so so you have to do that you have to match it and it has the performance has to be natural um it has to be real you have to match those emotions um so yeah it's 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 tough but it's it's really fun work because it, it really is you know you really have to have the acting chops too as you do with all voiceover, I should say, you know, it's all acting to me. I mean, people say, oh, well, there's a difference between, you know, you know, you're di- there's a difference between doing an anime and there's a difference between approaching, say, a video game. And there's a difference between approaching, to me, there isn't. To me, it's, yes, the techniques may change a little bit, but the truth is truth, right? I mean, you know, you just have to kind of be in that moment and, and find that character and be the character, just be the character in whatever situation that is.
0: I think it was like J.B. Blanc who constantly says in every interview he does is that, you know, he doesn't consider voice acting and acting to be a different thing. It's just acting.
1: Absolutely. I agree. (laughs) I agree 100%. And he that I mean, yeah, J.B. Blanc is absolutely, I mean, incredible. Yeah, that's I I agree. I I always and same thing. I think that same thing with film acting and theater acting and all of it. Acting is acting. I always say acting is acting. Truth is truth. Um, It's always about the character. Yes, there may be certain things, you know, like I said, myself coming from a theater background, which is, I think, why I, I naturally tend to get um, certain roles, I think, just because of the way they that they are. I think sometimes you have to kind of check that a little bit, you know, sometimes, you know, because obviously, um, you know, if you're on stage and you have to project and you have to use this, your, this, this voice you have, you have to use your instrument in a certain way, whereas, of course, when you're doing voiceover, it's much more it's quieter. You know, you have to bring it down and you have to do all of those things. But the intention is still there. You know, if I'm playing a character on stage and then they're saying to me, Tara, we want you to take this character. You're playing Lady Macbeth. Well, we're going to do a Lady Macbeth audio drama. Okay. I'm still going to approach that character the same way. You know, I may technically do some things that are different, but but the character in itself and her motivations and her desires and all of those things will remain the same. Yeah,
0: because you want to stay truthful, especially when it's a legacy role like that you know oh, well lady, yes i mean lady yes, macbeth like definitely. one of the one of the greatest villains in anything really <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. and then even if you go the other direction even if you're in a farce you know and you're you're doing something that's just over the top there's still a truthfulness in those moments those i think that's why people always say you know comedy's hard comedy and it is because you know, if you try to be funny, most things are funny, not because people are trying to be funny. They're just funny. <laughs> they're, they're usually there's situations where people don't know they're being funny. Um, so I, I do think even in a farce, there there's there's some kind of, you know, there's still an element of truth to who that character is that just makes them larger than life, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, you know, I, I feel like, you know, to me, the best type of humor is like doing observational humor and like being quick about it where it's like, yeah. okay, here's a here's thing. Quickly, If you can like quickly riff on it, you're, you're golden. And if, you, if you're like, there's like a split second, you know, ah, you know, it's not funny. Because
1: yeah, you had yeah. to think
0: too much about it.
1: Or some, like I said, sometimes there is that, you know, opportunity to just be like ridiculously like over the top, campy humor, which I'm a fan of. I do love like campy humor and, you know, things like that. Um, and then that's fun when you have the opportunity, again, to just kind of go big you know, just, just go and, you know, there's, there there's no limit, you know, that's also fun.
0: Oh yeah. I love the um, 1990, uh, 1966 Batman series. Cause it's just so cheesy. and <laughs> oh, <hammy. my laughs>
1: God. Yes. Thank you. It is. It is. It's so cheesy fun. So, so I love that kind of humor. I love it. And I love anything that kind of sends up that humor. It's, it's, it's uh, yeah, it's, it's stylized. And, and, and again, we were talking about finding the truth in the moment, you may be called upon to do things that are very stylized, right? So this is a certain kind of, that's a certain kind of humor and you're called upon to do that. And that might not be the norm of what you're doing, especially now with video games and the narratives being very, you know, um, a a lot of video games where the narratives are very very truthful and very, you know, gritty and very human. Um, But it it depends. And then, then you have like these, you know, giant, wonderful fantasy games, or things like Honkai where there's still that element of truth but it's still but it is a different style so um you have to as a voice actor adjust your style for all of those genres if you want to do all of those genres which of course as an actor you want to do everything you you know you, you want to do it all because then you um you know then you work <laughs> all the time <laughs> which is what we want to do
0: I mean, yeah, it's it's great to be a part of these franchises, but also it's like you got to re- realize that you got to keep, I don't want to say push yourself to your absolute limit, but you got to keep, you know, going at it. Otherwise, like, that, you're, you know, you, otherwise you're not going to get hired for a lot of stuff. No,
1: and I agree with that. And I, I agree with pushing yourself to the limit. Now you said you didn't want to say that, but I agree. You do have to kind of push yourself to the limit and you have to kind of try to exceed those limits all the time. And you have to um you have to um stretch yourself you have to stretch yourself and sometimes you know my agents will send me things and i'm like ooh that's just wow that's like way opposite of what i'm normally doing but they're like hey i know why they're sending me that they want me to stretch myself and there have been times where i can't tell you how many times where i've gotten an audition where i'm like okay well i'm going in i'm i'm you know what i'm trusting and i'm going to go in and i probably won't book this And those are usually the jobs I get. So you know you can't ever. That's the other thing. You can't go. Well, this isn't me. Well, you're an actor. You know, of course it's you. Like you know, I'm not saying you're going to suit every role. Um, You know, you know, I'm not going to be right for every role. But that doesn't mean I'm not going to put my best shot out there. And if if my agent sends me something, I'm going to you know, I'm going to do it. You know, I'm going to trust them and say, all right, maybe this is. This is their way of saying, hey, try this. And there have been times where I have surprised myself or I've done something like I never thought I would do that or I never thought I would um, book that or I didn't know I could do, you know, this style of acting or I didn't know I could do this type of character. I didn't know I could do this, you know, little girly type of character. I didn't know I could do this accent. Um, So, yeah, that's important to keep surprising yourself. You know, because there is opportunity out there. You know, I'm one of the, I'm one of those actors and I, maybe it is because I came from the theater. I don't know. But, you know, I, I've had a lot of training, which is a good thing and it can also be a hindrance sometimes. If you've had you have to have the training, you've got to be able to do the training, then you have to forget about it. You know, you don't want to be too, too technical because that can that can get in your way. But um, it's it's good to have. It's good to have to have training i mean i would advise anybody who says well i want to be a voice actor," get acting training get acting training because it's going to help you you know it will help you down the line um and you know it'll help you with versatility for sure and stamina stamina that's not talked about enough you need a lot of stamina to do this
0: oh yeah i mean
1: like just (laughs) you know like sometimes i listen to to some to someone like a
0: steve bloom and i'm just wondering like how do you do half the things you do and not like be out of breath? Like, cause it's insane yeah. to me.
1: Yeah, especially like Steve. And also animation. Like you know, you look at like Bob Bergen. You know, or you look at these. You know, like you know um, Nancy Cartwright. Like you, you look at these like giants in animation, and you go, "Oh my god, that it takes a lot." She's that terror, You know. Um, Tara strong. Like, I mean, you're, you're like doing all these right and you, you have to have this level of intensity and stamina and breath control. You, it's so important. Yeah.
0: I you mean, know, bre- so breath control hours. is another, another thing that I feel like is it rarely gets talked about. It's like,
1: nobody you know. <laughs> talks about it. <laughs> nobody talks about it's like you gotta talk. No, i think because you know we all we, you know we want to talk about all those you know things you know the, the 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 you know the process and all of those things that go into creating character but you can't create the character without the stamina without the breath control without you know vocal health and um yeah and creatures you know it takes a lot i mean oof you know you're doing a creature or you're doing a battle scene you know uh, you've got to have the stamina. I mean, Frackney. You know, when when I look at you know her in game, that that took it, it was that was a long session of being at that level. You know, and she, you know, Frackney. Let's, you know, she doesn't have a lot of levels. <laughs> we love her. We love her, but you know, she's her level is I'm going to kill you. You know, i I I you know she is you know I'm going to kill you for the king. This is it. I'm fighting for him, and you're going to die. And I'm going to do whatever. I have. That that's all her only thing, but. Um, yeah, that took a lot of, a lot of stamina to be able to, you know, you know, you gotta know, You know how to use your diaphragm and use all of those things so that you're not relying just on your throat because you're, that's gonna, if you have a four hour session, you know, you're gonna, you're gonna peter out quick.
0: Especially if it's for a video game. Oh goodness. <laughs> oh
1: yeah. Yes. Yep. Especially where you're doing call outs, like consistently you're calling out because I'll play a lot of those characters too, you know, and they're, we're, you know. You're doing call-outs constantly, and that's, you know, it's a lot of water. Yeah, it's just gone. Cool. Just a lot of water and rest and then go back in and, yeah. If you're, if you're using your diaphragm for that, it's a little bit better so that you're not just doing that from your throat because you, your throat will, it will get tired.
0: Oh, yeah, no, it will give out eventually.
1: It will give out. It will give out. You will blow out your voice.
0: Yep. Yeah, that's that's why I feel like a lot of, you know, on-camera Actors have a difficult time transitioning to voiceover because it's like uh, you know i'm I'm only acting using my voice. I don't know how that
1: works <laughs> that's that's true. that is true. I think there is kind of you know, it's really interesting in a way because when you're to me, voice acting is is almost the purest form of acting because you're you have to be really, really vulnerable. Because you don't have anything else to fall back on, like you you can't you you can't rely on the physicality. I mean, yes, we use a physicality. Physicality is important through our voice, but you're not seeing the physicality. Even as I'm talking to you now, we're not we're seeing that you know physicality that's coming through. That comes through the voice. Obviously, the passion I have, the excitement I have, that's coming through the voice. Um, so I think in a way, it really you have to be very very confident because it's it's you and a microphone, and that's it. You know, I'm, and I'm and I'm talking specifically about when you're crafting a character, or auditioning. Obviously, when you when you have the session, you have the guidance of director. Who I've had, I've worked with so many phenomenal directors. And I've been very very lucky. Um, but for the most part, you know, the work that we do a lot of the time is we're auditioning is on our own. And I I do think that that's a you have to really get to a very very vulnerable place to do that because as i said it's just your voice you don't have anything else to fall back on you can't fall back on anything else because no one is seeing you and i do think there are some actors as you've said that you know you're used to the camera and you're used to playing to that camera and of course you can be so 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 subtle um that when they get behind a mic it's doesn't translate right away
0: Uh, anyway like before i wrap this up because i know you got to be somewhere in a couple minutes so uh before we wrap this up, uh, can you give us an update on what you're currently working on and where can people find you online?
1: Oh, yeah. Um, so uh, currently working on, there. Uh, so I want to say I've got some really great games coming out um, very soon that I, again, I can't say, but they're really fun games. Um, and I'll be announcing those shortly, probably within the next month or so. So, uh, you know, you can keep an eye out for those. But I also have a, um, um, a company called the VoiceOver Repertory Company, VO Rep. And the voice VO rep is uh, we do a lot of audio dramas, everything ranging from sci-fi to uh, what we were talking about before with these crazy farces that are kind of um, um, like a throwback to some of like the uh, kind of like Rocky and Bullwinkle-esque type of over-the-top humor. Uh, And we also have some dramas as well. And also a show called The Process which will be conversations like this except uh, talking to different creatives, uh, voice actors, directors, game developers, um, uh, you know, all kinds of people specifically about different techniques and uh, ways to approach creating, which would be a lot of fun. And you guys can find me on Twitter at Tara Langella VO. Um, I also, my website is uh, com. You can check me out there or on Instagram at Actress. All right. Thank you so
0: much for taking the time out to do this. Sorry that it's okay. it, sorry it's a lot shorter than usual, but again, you know, our schedules, you know, you no, got to make the most are, of it.
1: <laughs> yep, I got a session coming. See, work calls, work calls. So we yeah, got to do what we
0: got. Yeah. <laughs> thank so, you so much. Yeah, okay. Uh, take care. Bye-bye.